game day would have shoot around. I come in early. Uh, no, I come in on time. Like it's weird. Like I just because of my times, like how I plan. I know I was gonna have my whole day there in the gym. So I'm like, all right, I'll spend time with my family for as long as I can, and then I'm gonna come in like 20 minutes before because I know I'm gonna be the last person to leave here when we when shoot around done. Um, so yeah, I come in and we'll have shoot around. As soon as we have shoot around, I'll get straight on the treadmill. I run for like I do like different increments of like before the training staff used to tell us. I was working so hard and I mean, bro, I, I, I say this like not to boast or brag, but just to like, cause it's my truth. I, somebody could say something different, but from my point of view, this is what happened. Um, and so, yeah, I went in there and I changed, like they used to have, we used to, they used to didn't run us my rookie year. They didn't run us on game days until after the game was over and after we didn't play. Hmm. But because I was coming in working so hard, like I would start. So as soon as shoot around, I was like, all right, they not, I used to hate having to like, after the game, I used to hate having to run after I watched y'all and I cheered. Like it was just, I'm like, bro. So I'm like, I'm gonna just outwork it. So I would do that. I would knock their part out right now. I'm going to work. And then as soon as, so while they're working, George and Yang will be training with one of my, uh, Brian Bailey, one of my coaches. I'm giving you a lot, but. No, yeah. wait, wait, just to, yeah. even if you're listening to the podcast right now, if you hear how Jarrell is breaking down his days from the shoot around to working out right after the mindset to be that locked in when you just got to the biggest level of your life, like something that you dreamed of to still be connected with the goal of actually playing. A lot of people would have been like, man, I'm here. I'm making this bread. Hey, we good. Uh, but for him to have a, a locked point. in schedule, that's a different type of, uh, that, I, Again, but I say, I say that though. I say that, oh, bro. It's crazy you say that. My first two weeks in the league, after like probably at the two week mark, bro. Um, my she was with my fiance now. She's my wife now. Like my she's my fiance then. But um, uh, like she could tell you, like my first two weeks or three weeks, I almost was like depressed because I I had reached my goal. Like in my life, like I my whole time I'm like I'm trying to get to the league. I'm trying to get to the league. So once I got there, like it was crazy. It was weird. It was like. Do I still keep working or like, like for two weeks, mm. I kind of was just enjoying. I was like in a, like a, a, a butterfly place. Like I was just like, Oh, this is beautiful. Like I'm in the league. Yeah. And then that just hit me. Like, oh, I don't even feel like working out no more. And so mm. I had to really like, I, I had another decision to make. I had to really be like, all right, set new goals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like make new goals because once you turn pro and I'm sure so every pro can attest this, it's not the same. You have to literally make decisions. Now you have to provide for people. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you have to, like you have to go there no matter what. Like you, it's a job. You got to be on time to stuff. You have to set impressions everywhere you go. Like it's everything. So that like, is, what you just said is so huge, and I think a lot of people wouldn't get that. And for me, that even did something for me because you see these goals that you're going after, you're going after, and then okay, you got it, and now it's like. Okay, I got it, but um, I put my whole like strive and identity into chasing this one thing. I got it now. Now what? It's it's the yeah. direction and it's the identity for me in my life, and it's I think it's the same for you hearing it. I feel like a lot of athletes we place our identity in in being the the best or getting into this level. We place our identity into that, and it's like one is kind of a an ongoing chase that. For example, I want to be the best ever. I wanted to be the best player in the league. I want to be this. When that's kind of like limiting yeah. yourself, right? Because that's only opinionated. Yeah. It's attached to other people's opinions. Yeah. 
And then in your own mind, you're just like, okay, what does they think? Oh, like it's an ongoing thing. But for you, what I hear is when you got to that place and you made the NBA and it's silencing all the opinions from home or it's silencing even the, the, the mind bully inside that says, I can't do it. You said, yes. Now it's kind of like, what yeah. now? What Scary. can you take me to the moment or the perspective shift where it told you? In the NBA, we still haven't got to the EuroLeague side, but when you're in the NBA that told you, okay, I have to set my sights on something else. Like when you changed that schedule, what was the exact time that made me say, okay, hey, how do I jump out of this depression? Because a lot of people sit in that and sink in that. How did you change that? I mean, it was new for me. I think like, I think I feel like I recently started learning me. You know what I mean? I recently started learning like, my my mental thought processes, uh, what's anxiety for me? I think I probably grew, I probably went through anxiety growing up and never knew it just because I didn't like, I wasn't close to my, like close enough to myself in a sense. Now I can feel when my heart beating a little too fast or when I'm like over anxious, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, it may be mild, but I just, um, I think that I'm, I'm probably rambling now, but I think that was, you had me thinking about that. Um, uh, but you, you said, what again? Wait, ask me again. I want to make sure I get it right. <laughs> no, what was that exact moment to where you said, okay, I got to lock in. I, I got rambling. I got to make a different schedule. Yes, I made it to the league, but I still want to strive. What was that schedule that made you say, I'm oh, on yeah. the treadmill? So my rookie year, bro, I was in the D and I was hooping. Um, I was doing well, but I didn't get to be with the team as much. So, like, that was beautiful. Like, so it was like, my, from my year one to my year two, I really took a step up. It just didn't look like it. You know what I mean? Like from my, I was in the D league the whole year, my year, my second year, they said, no, you don't go to the D. So like for, it was a step up, but like it was still super hard for me because I was not playing at all. Like in a lot of ways, I love the D because I, like I said, I love to play. So I got to like put my mind on, on something else because I was still being able to be aggressive in what I do. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't where I wanted to be right now, but I'm like, okay, I'm active. And so when I came, like, and that's different though. That's not what you really asked me, but no, hey, bro, key. This is yeah, no, man, yeah. This is literally uh, an open, an open discussion about your life and your your journey. Again, this podcast is journey within the climb and who and the traits that you garnered to make you who you are today. Um, Going on from from the NBA and and making that transition um, to Unix Design in Russia, what were the initial challenge that you faced, the initial challenges that you faced when you got your kid from Charleston, South Carolina to Russia, Kazan, what were the kind of the, Bro, the opening stages? So because of everything, like I, and I'll give this a little bit, I, cause I'll go long. It's just so much, but <laughs> like it is. So like from the time when in my second year, my coming into my third year, this, this season right now, I had a decision to make again, like in the sense of like, okay, I, I just, so I signed a non-guarantee. So technically my third year, I took another step up with the Jazz. I signed a non-guarantee contract, but at a certain date, they could waive me. And I was still on the contract with them. And I was like, for me, I like, I tell you all the things I did as a work. And that kind of showed me what business is. Cause I worked like that organization got to see how much I worked there. And so like, I got a non-guarantee. And so it wasn't like, I'm, it wasn't personal, it was business. Like they just didn't give me a, they didn't give me a guaranteed contract. So now at this point, I'm trying to decide, all right, what do I do? And this team, Unix Kazan, called me once and they was like, yo, we'll do whatever it takes to get them. Like, what y'all want? Like, we want to come with us. 
And and the first time I'm like, no, nah, I'm I'm gonna figure this out in the league. And then the second time they came, it just felt like because they came back, it was like, okay, this is you know what I mean, like go where you're wanted. You know what I mean? And sometimes right. you gotta get out of the person like the person like your own perspective and through a lot of different things, honestly, um the my faith told me to go. I had no choice. A lot of different things. And so I went. Um and so the whole time from flying there, I'm in there with open perspective because it's just everything that like I felt the freedom of being able to release what like many wouldn't let go. And just I felt that freedom of like knowing that I was following faith. You know what I mean? And so I went into that situation in there, like in that. So I tried to be me. Um and that situation was tough on its own, but it's helped me so much too. But yeah, so Russia was beautiful. Everything about Russia, I think people Russia has a bad connotation, like and people think it's like crazy out there. It, it's nice. The food is good. Like everything is good there. Um, only thing they don't have that I I struggle with is no sunlight. There's clouds covering everything, so it's like it looks like a gloomy day all the time. And it gets cold there, but after a while, like the the snow and everything became beautiful for me. Uh, but lean in, lean so like that side that. was good. Lean into that a little bit, like the the weather, because in my in my time in Germany. That was that aided to the tough time that I had with a coach and a tough yeah. situation over there. Just gloom and doom and gloom. It seemed like all the time. Yeah. Paired with my situation, yeah. I guess that that weather. Yeah, for me it was and, depressing. Yeah, nah. The the weather, like, it's just like it's it's like that. Like it literally controls. Like for me, I like sunlight, and so you just get no sun. Like and and for them, it's normal. Um. Even the culture. So I think like that, like, like where I'm at in Puerto Rico now, if I look at somebody and smile, they're going to smile back at me. If I smile at somebody in Russia, it, it's it's not their culture. They don't, right. they literally like are weirded out. So like that was hard for me. Um, So the weather was tough. And so that's why I said eventually the snow became beautiful because I started looking at in their perspective because they love Russia. And on their side, like for Russians, they can't be in the sun like that. They don't like being in the sun like that because they're not used to it. So mm. I started trying to like look at it in their perspective. Um, and it's hard for me. It was harder for me because I grew up in the sunlight. From yeah. the sun to and the then, snow, then, and then reverting, um, to the court. Yeah. What, what were the, what was the transition? You know, you come from sun, you come from the NBA, then you go to cold, then you go to year league. What was the transition even mentally? Like take me through the, the journey of, Hey, I've just grinded with the jazz for damn near three years. Now to to a new team, how was that? Take me to just your inner workings and yeah. your mindset. Yeah, basketball. Um, when it came to the men that I was around, like the players, like man, special. John Brown, OJ Mayo, Isaiah Cannon, Lorenzo Brown, Mario Hazonia. Like I got to learn, and they all kind of got chips on their shoulder, kind of dudes who kind of been rolled off in their own different stories. Like literally every single one of them, like, and I'm around them, and I'm the young bull. Like me and Mario around the same age, but like you know what I mean. Like so you're hearing it, you're hearing my side. I'm sure some people can, you know what I mean. Like oh yeah, man, he may seem like he got it. Like he kind of all of those dudes in a sense were like I took something valuable from them. Yeah, so it was like perfect for me. So like. But on the court, like with the coach, me and the coach never connected. And I'm sure everybody knows who's overseas. Like if you don't connect with your coach, it's over. You lost. Like you lost. I'm sorry. Facts. <laughs> Cause, cause Facts. Their, their style, like the way their 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 culture is, our cultures and their cultures clash. 
they're real militant and we're like the player is, is first. So, um, but yeah, the play style was cool. I like the play style because it's like college, it's like college times too. But um, I just think like for me, like I wasn't as successful as I would have expected to be. And so like for a long time, I was like rating that instead of just trying to enjoy where I was at. Mm. Mm. Take me, take me to that because that's a pivotal shift. It seems like now you recognize the people that you're around, like the city, everything was beautiful, but you really leaned on, okay, I want to be this. You had high expectations, but you really should have enjoyed the full moment. What was the moment, the pivotal change that made me say, boom, I've been doing this all wrong. What Take me to that time. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I mean, I was going through that the whole time. I, to be honest, I think I'm probably just getting there. You know, when you get out of it, like, you can see it different. Like, I think, I think what, like, I was listening to what people call success, but if I really look in that situation, I was super successful the way I came out of it. You know what I mean? But like, if you yeah. look at, if you go look at what my stats and my numbers and everything, like, it wasn't a successful year, but like, my the way I opened, like the new gifts that I learned is there, the way that me and my family were able to like now we're able to be closer because those were the people that I called. Me and my like my wife and my daughter, we grew there. Like so like basketball is hard, but it started yeah, it started helping me see like bro, it's more to this. And so now that's why I say like that's why I just want to travel. Like I not travel in a sense, but I just want to see new perspectives. Because going there and like that Russia situation was hard and it's only as beautiful as it was. And then coming straight into the Greensboro and then meeting you and Joe, I yeah. got to meet new perspectives. You know what I mean? So that's when I started realizing, okay, and me coming straight to Puerto Rico, I already met a bunch of new dudes. Like it's that's, like, I get to see. Your, yeah. your, your journey is, is impactful. And it seems like not a lot of people really learn like every step of the way and quickly from what they've been through and have this broad perspective and really eager to learn about people. That's why I admire about you the most, like is conversation and, and enjoying people's company and enjoying yeah. the time that you had. You really garner a real big perspective of everything that you've, you've been through. I guess Jarrell from Russia, pre-Russia Jarrell and post-Russia Jarrell. Give me one statement that you can say, like Jarrell pre-Russia was blank. Jarrell post-Russia was blank. Man, that's so hard. So many words I could think of, like good and bad. Like Jarrell pre-Russia was searching. Yeah, that's a good word. I was searching (laughs) in a lot of ways just to find myself. Um find purpose, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of those things, like, see what's truly inside for me and where I'm supposed to be, um, all of those things. I think, I think post-Russia, I'm, I'm, I could easily say still searching, but I think, I just, I'll say, like, hopeful, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, after seeing both sides, you can kind of, like, it's like perspective, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta stay, stay hopeful, I guess. No, nah, I- like, I guess I look at it differently, good and bad, like, I feel like good and bad things are all, they're one in a sense. Like, I think we rape stuff off of how happy we are, but naturally, like, sometimes that anger that's inside of you is just as beautiful. You get something out of anger. You know what I mean? Mm. Bro, hey, hey, don't, hey, Chill, if you're listening right... That. No, 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 no. If you're that. listening right now, that was deep. Don't don't just gloss over that. That was deep. Because that's that's exactly what I think. I feel like a lot of these times we go through tough 
times and tough stages in our life that we easily label it like, oh, that was a bad time. Oh, that was a good time when you're like, nope, uh, we're nuanced people. We were capable of feeling a lot of different emotions in the time. And when we look back, it's like, wow, I grew like that was a growth season of my life like that. That was really a time of my life where I I, I got to this stage and where I am now. And uh, it's just it, it's crazy, and the the crazy thing about it and is, mind you, this is another thing. This is another thing. This is another thing. Like it, it'll it's it's all in one. So like being in Russia, like that whole time I was there, I wasn't on social. Like so mm. that was time for me to be by myself, like completely, like and so like certain like I didn't I didn't post. You know what I mean? Like I went through, I felt every single emotion. I got I went through a whole roller coaster, like. Just with me and my family. And I'm sure like all my family, they knew like what was going on. But like, I just was trying to like really find myself, like not like find purpose. You know what I mean? And so like that was super beautiful. And now like, and a lot of like, and I don't know if everybody feels like this, but sometimes I feel selfish in the sense of how I want to like, I just want to grow for myself selfishly. Cause I'm like, I just need enough to get through for myself. But like naturally you're not supposed, you know what I mean? You're supposed to lend a hand back. But I just like, and so I think that was a lot of ins- like that's how I was with social. Like, all right, get off, just do it for yourself. And then now being back here, it's like, man, I feel like I have to share. You know what I mean? You feel like you have to help once you figure some like figure something out or you hear something like you gotta lend your hand back, bro. That is, bro, I'm not kidding. That is everything. Like it, I feel a thousand times the same because that is it. And there's, there's no apologies in, in becoming who you are and like building yourself. There's a growth season that's needed. Like I need these traits. I need to unlock what is inside of me. I need to go away from those things or social media and that, that type of chat to, to actually lock in, lock in with God, figure out what he wants for my life, figure out what he, everything he has inside of me and then give back. That's the only way you can give back with building yourself first. And for me, I went to Germany. I went through these tough times and Mind Believe Podcast comes because of the same type of thing. And I see that as soon as you touch down. Which is a crazy name. I told you this. I told (laughs) you this separately, but bro, like Mind Bully is a crazy name. Like yeah. we go only as far as our mind allows us to, bro. But as much as we have these amazing thought processes of confidence and faith and all, we still deal with doubt. You know what I mean? Like we literally go by our mind. And with that, bro, I gotta like just keep learning. Like sometimes I think helping is good, but like I can't give. Like I just seen somebody say it was a video on social going around. And it was like a lady basically like, "You only get out of my cup what is an overflow." And for me, that made sense because I think like basketball is something that I want to give back. You know what I mean? Like when I when I look at basketball, I'm like taking what my brother taught me at a younger age and understanding that, all right, this is something that I feel like this is gifted to me. So now I call it my worship, like in a sense of like, this is a way that I say thank you. And mm. so with that, like, so I had a game. So like I was talking before the game, I'm talking to my sister. But at the same time, what I call my worship is still basketball. So it's still my job and it's still what I love to do. You know what I mean? So it's three different things. So like one game, like one of the games in the G, like I was talking to my, like my sister and then I was talking to my man. They kind of were going through things. And like, so I knew that in this conversation, I was going to have to give a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like I was going to help a little bit more. And so like, I was like, I changed my routines. My, my game day routines because I had like I was helping you know what I mean and that's mm. natural you pour into you pour into people and so when the game started 
Like, I, like by the time we got to the game, I hadn't done none of my preparation. So even though, like, and even in the games, like during games, I'm still like being. I'm trying to like. I just want to talk to people, be good energy. Both teams, like, yeah, you don't know what people are going through at home. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean. I know it's a game. Like, so, so yeah. So like, I'm doing all that, but like when it came to my game, so I'm still being able to love the game, you know, be helpful to people. But when it came to like my preparation as my job. I wasn't playing my best because I didn't get to like, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. I didn't get to really prepare. So if I was helping, I wasn't helping myself. And so now it's trying to make sure that your cup is full. Like, you know what I mean? Before you, like, they got to get the overflow in a sense. And so like, for me, like, that makes sure that I like rest or meditate or, you know what I mean? Whatever it is that keeps me healthy to be able to come out of my room and be, and be a smile for somebody. It takes, you know what I mean? Every, you got to chill at some point, whatever it is. You got to do something that's peaceful for you. Bro, I got so yeah. many. I have. I could go so many follow up questions after that, but uh, it, for me, it's like on one end, it's it's almost like you say you do what's required and you meet people where you're at, but it's not that because you serve and you're serving them to the point that's almost detrimental to yourself. And so, I just know that I've never looked at the game that way. That that's so beautiful that like in the game you're thinking about, oh, the other team and you're getting yeah. for me, I'm locked in, me, me, me. And and just to know that no, serving. Yeah. But I just got like this, though. You keep saying you just got like this. You just got like this. You just got like this. Bro, from Joe Cheely to Max Clevens, everybody that's known you, I don't think you just got like this. When was the moment that you just got that you're you're no, speaking for of? Sure, my but my thought but my thought processes though I know what you mean. Like for sure, these like how you say, oh, it's something that's in you that's burning. Like for mm-hmm. me, I don't like it's all in my mind. Like my my thought process. So somebody from seven years ago, like they could be like, oh yeah, we've seen a piece of this. Like we could have known he was going there, but you know what I mean. You don't really know that you're. I'm just going up the steps, I feel like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just kind of, like, taking day by day. Like, and so I kind of feel like I just started being able to acknowledge this before. I couldn't, I can't, I can't help nobody else. If I'm having a bad game, I can't do that. Now, if I'm playing bad, it, it's separate from me enjoying the game. Or separate yeah. from me still being able to talk to people. Hey, Genix, you going off?